What's up, homies? I'm Erica. And I'm Roshane J. And thank you, as always, for joining us today um, on our newest episode where we're going to talk about a, um, <laughs> a very divisive film, I think is fair to say. It's a very, um, very nice sugar-coated way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, that's a very plain Jane, nice way of saying it. But uh, this is actually a recommendation that we got from one of our listeners. So we decided we wanted to talk about it. But before we get into that, um, how's it going? How is how has your your week been going, Roshane? How was your Halloween? I know when this episode comes out, Halloween's going to be like <laughs> way in the past. Right, right, But right. we didn't get to talk after Halloween because we recorded That's... our last episode before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Halloween was, you know, quiet but good. Um, you know that I'm, and some of you other people know that I'm a streamer. So, like, I was streaming through a chunk of it um played a little bit of phasmophobia which you know we've played together um for those that don't know it's basically paranormal activity the game um but me and a couple streamers were playing that and that was a very um stressful but fun uh way to celebrate halloween for me um that was i think the majority of my night uh, had a couple beers had a little bit of halloween candy and just got spooked for a couple hours uh but not bad not bad i think the best i could do for covid halloween probably yeah um what about you oh it was good ate a lot of candy and then i watched scary movies all day which was all i wanted to do like that had been my plan that's usually my plan i don't know why i'm acting mm-hmm. like oh this uh, this is something new like i i normally do that anyway um but yeah, I just watched a bunch of scary movies, got to a point where Anthony was like, can we watch something a little less like gory for a minute? Because <laughs> I was I watched like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like stuff like that. I was watching that like back to back to back. And so then I was like, yeah, sure. So then I threw on Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Mm-hmm. And let me Great just say... Movie. Yeah, that movie still slaps. I hadn't seen it in forever. Still such a good movie. I don't know if maybe I just still have nostalgia goggles on for it. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, Scooby, Scooby still got it. He, I mean, I know it's an old movie, but, like, he still had me chuckling and feeling all the feels. Now this was, that's the animated one, right? Or is that the yes. live action? That's the that's animated the one. That's the animated one. Yeah, that's the one that you like. It's the got song. the song. Yeah, the terror time, terror song. time again. <laughs> that song yeah. is a goddamn bop. I love that song. Dude, all the songs in that movie are bops. I forgot how many songs are in there, mm-hmm. but they're all bops, and like. Um, the story is good. Also, 
of course, I like waited all month to watch Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Watched Hocus Pocus, never disappoints. And it never does. It it's never so does. Good. It's always good. Like every time I watch it, I feel like I appreciate the like writing <laughs> in it <laughs> more <laughs> more than I did before. Like it's just so it's just so funny, and it's such an entertaining movie. And then I watched all of the Tree Treehouse of Horror, The Simpsons. I didn't watch all of them. I watched a couple of them. There's a lot. Ooh, which which was your them. favorite? Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen like the older ones. And mm-hmm. then I like restarted or when we started watching them, I started from the newest season and then went backwards because I haven't kept up with the newer seasons of The Simpsons. So I didn't I had never seen any of those. So, Which is fair. I mean, there's a lot of seasons, so it, oh my God. that makes sense. There's so many. I was like, geez, Louise, I didn't know that there were that many seasons. I also Isn't it, isn't it still going? It's still it going, is. right? It is yeah. still going. Like, they just came out with the newest. Um, Or they, like, they had post, for this season that's airing right now, I think they postponed the Treehouse of Horror this year. And, like, everyone was like, what the fuck? Um... But no, yeah, it's still like actively going. So I guess the one that I would have watched was the one that was from the previous season. Okay. Um. So I don't, I don't know which one. Do Do you? I'm guessing you have a favorite cause since you asked. Uh. Well, I got like two that have stuck with me through the years. Um. One of them is their take on the Raven, where Bart is just like the Raven tormenting, um, Homer. Like, and they just basically do the entire poem. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. And the other one is when, um, God, I forget the, what's the principal's name in Simpsons? His name Skinner. is- Skinner? Uh, Principal Skinner, yeah. When Principal Skinner and the rest of the school are turning all the students, the bad students into hamburgers. <laughs> like- <laughs> I don't know if I've I, seen that one. <laughs> that one is- that one's pretty pretty nuts. Like as far as Simpsons episodes go, like I remember that one being like, oh, like they were straight up killing the kids, grinding them up in a meat grinder, and serving them as like sloppy joes. Like it was it was pretty intense. Um, but I just always remember that episode because I can just see Principal Skinner just like eating like one of the bullies. Like uh, I think it's like the ha ha that dude. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he gets turned into a sloppy Joe and there's just a scene of him just like, oh, this is the best. This is the best sloppy Joe I've ever had. I was like, yo, Simpsons are wild right now. They are wild and out. Speaking of kids dying. Hey, did you uh, do you remember that episode of Invader Zim? Did you watch Invader Zim? I watched it like a little bit. Like I've seen a couple episodes, but. okay. well, did did, did you see? I don't know why. <laughs> that was so hard for me to get out. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that episode where Zim needs, he thinks he needs organs? And so he goes around stealing all of the kids' organs at the school? Yes. Yes. I've actually seen that episode. I don't, what I'll be heck? honest, I don't like remember it fully, but I remember that episode where he would just straight eat people's organs out of their body. Yeah. And then they would basically just be dying because they didn't have a 
heart or a mm-hmm. kidney or a liver anymore and they were just like running around <laughs> they were just like walking <laughs> around slowly <laughs> decaying and zim yep. had zim's body was like ginormous because he had so many yep. organs what the heck yeah yeah that it makes it makes so much sense why we all grew up to love horror movies <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah like, i wonder back where we got like this that. influence yeah it's like okay yeah i get it like, I get why we all are so weird. Why all of our sense of humor is so weird. Like, <laughs> right. All checks out. Yeah, it's all checking out for me. <laughs> okay, but um, I mean, as you guys probably already saw from the title of this episode, we're talking about the movie Martyrs, the French uh, horror film from 2008. Yeah, uh, not that poo-poo 2016 version. Bro, okay. So, uh, what? Why? <laughs> I have not felt... That was a personal attack on my spirit. I tried to watch it the other day, like after I knew that we were going to be doing this episode because I've I've seen this movie before. This mm-hmm. is Roshane's first time seeing the movie, but I had already watched it a long time ago. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I've heard so much shit about this remake. Let me just check it out. <laughs> Excuse me? I yeah. Who? Who? Who gave it the green light? I just want to talk. I just want to sit down and have a talk. <laughs> like, I I just don't get it. It's... I didn't... I, I'll be real. Like, I couldn't really, like, finish it. Because I went through... Because I was like, if we're going to talk about both of these, granted how stressful this one was i was like let me at least check out the remake just have like a frame of reference for it and this is after watching the the og version right Mm -hmm. and like halfway through i just felt so goddamn disrespected after like after the mission that was watching the original film to like get to its ending to then watch this diet cola version of the fucking movie with none of the fizz i was like i can't like halfway through like i stopped watching i kind of just like skipped through just to see where it went and i was like this is this is trash like throw throw this hot piece of garbage throw it away straight into the dumpster throw the whole movie away please erase it from the history books because <laughs> it never should have been made it never should have been made because it really is look whether you hate this movie or i love this movie which i honestly it's the two camps you fall in i i've never seen anybody fall in the middle on this movie (laughs) it's like either you hate it or you love it and Mm -hmm. and the biggest thing that about like the thing that's going to make you fall on either side of the fence for that is how bleak and how violent this movie is and so then the American version is like, but what if we didn't do that well? <laughs> what if we took those things and then we we just only did them a little bit? Like we just dropped a skosh of violence in there. We added in a, a, a teaspoon, half a teaspoon of violence, a pinch of bleak. Mm-hmm. And then all these other fucking characters and plots that don't need to be in there and mixed it all together. And what do you get? You get shit soup. And I didn't like it. (laughs) 
I didn't, I didn't no finish salt. it. With, with no, zero salt. With no, where's the flavor? <laughs> soup with no, <laughs> no salt seasoning. is the 2016 quick review for Yeah, they were like, salt? Never heard of her. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. It was, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, to, to be quite honest, I ended up kind of like skipping through it because okay see same same yeah yeah right. you're, because you're it, like me you're like why 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 watch this whole movie yeah. after seeing the original why subject yourself to that because for the most part it follows the same plot storyline characters etc etc so mm-hmm. i would just skip through to something that i noticed was different and then i'd mm-hmm. be like what is this and I would like sit and maybe watch that for a minute. And then I skipped through to see how it ended. Cause I knew that the ending was different. Um, mm-hmm. So I skipped through to see that. And I just don't even know. I, I have no words. They escape me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about the better version. Then. Yes. Let's, yes. let's discuss the 2008 martyr. So like I said, this, this is not my first time seeing this movie. I've seen it. This was my third time, at least. Which I still don't understand. I, I still don't get how you've watched this movie three times. Like yeah. I struggled with one. Like I don't how, recommend. Erica, I don't recommend it. But let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so my very first time watching this movie was a mistake. Was it was a mistake? Like. It was at a sleepover, and this is not oh, the Lord. kind of movie. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I would not recommend this for a sleepover of any kind. Um, this is definitely not fun girls' night in type of uh, entertainment. But we, you know, as many of my stories go, my sleepover stories go. We found ourselves <laughs> at a blockbuster, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. Like we would do, you know, we would all go to Blockbuster, we would go to the horror section and we would rent a scary movie. And it was one of my other friends, like it was her turn to pick. And we were in the mood for something like Friday the 13th. And somehow she saw Mar. It was like the heavens opened up and the light shined down and it illuminated the cover of Martyrs. And she was (laughs) like, ooh, this looks interesting. So we got it. None of us thought to read the back or check. My parents said, sure, let's let's take it. Let's let's do this, kids. And so we took it home and we watched it. And it's obviously, like I said, like it's not a sleepover type of movie. It's also not the type of movie that you're probably going to like if you aren't a huge horror fan. And we were in the mood for just like a slasher. One of my friends checked out immediately she was like this is not this is not what i signed up for i'm not gonna pay attention to this my other friend watched it but she didn't like it she didn't really pay attention to it so she was talking to me through it and i was like half clocked into the movie and then half clocked into her so that was my first time watching it but i was interested in it enough to watch it again and we still had it rented for the week i think so mm-hmm. I watched it again the next day by myself. That was my first. You are a, look. a brave soul. I, that was, I had an existential crisis at 15. 
after watching this movie. <laughs> like, I, part of me was just left my body and never returned after I watched that movie. And I could not stop thinking about it. It was like burned into my brain. And so I kept talking about it. I got my sister to watch it because I wouldn't shut up about it. She mm -hmm. surprisingly really likes this movie. She just doesn't like the ending of it, but she likes this movie. So she's very excited that we're talking about it today. But so, yeah, I got my sister to watch it. So that was, I watched this movie like twice back to back. And then mm -hmm. watching it for this is the, the I want to say the third time watching it. Maybe I've watched it again in between there because I, I own the movie. I have the DVD. So I mm -hmm. may have watched it again and just like, wiped that memory from my brain but i know i've watched it at least three times <sighs> that's intense that's so yeah. intense like i mean i'm fr again i'm fresh to watching this movie so like i don't see myself watching this movie again anytime relatively soon yeah. however i will i will kind of cope that with the i could see myself watching this movie again but if I did, it would very much be with my spectacles in place, my tie <laughs> ready, and my notepad good to go. And I'd be watching it purely from, like, a scholastic, like, moviegoer experience of, like, I'm going to analyze the living hell out of this movie. Right. Um, that would be the, I think that would be the only thing that would get me to watch this movie again. Not from the, like, let me pop a bag of popcorn and kick my legs up and <laughs> lean back Absolutely in my comfy not. pants. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. Well, all right. So quickly to go over the, the logistics of this movie. Um, mm -hmm. Martyrs from 2008, uh, directed by Pascal Lugier, um, starring Morjana Aloui as Anna and Méline Jean-Poinois as Lucy. Um, <laughs> I'm doing my absolute best here. Uh, <laughs> and essentially the plot of this movie um, this movie's fucked up. There you go. That's all I got. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's literally all I could write. <laughs> synopsis of this movie. I shit you not. I'm looking at my notes. I sat for like 20 minutes trying to decide how to plot out this movie. And that is all I was able to write. Oh, my this God. This movie is fucked up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Um, um, and oh, like, of course, we're going to go through and talk about the things that happen in, in this movie, but I just think we've kind of hinted at it, but it is very important that we slap a huge trigger warning on this mm -hmm. particular movie. Um, if you haven't seen this, this movie is absolutely 100% not for squeamish people. If you mm -hmm. cannot handle gore, if you cannot handle torture if you cannot handle abuse like yeah abuse intense situations whatnot this movie is not for you just ignore the hype don't don't watch it if you yeah. can't handle it's this 110 percent because i would i would say that you and i are people that gore is not like a deal breaker for us and we handle it fine and mm -hmm. this movie is still a hard watch. I, like I said, I've watched it a couple of times and rewatching it this last time was still a hard watch. And it like, so if you're a person that thinks, oh, 
I don't know. Maybe that's just a little bit too much for me. Follow that instinct. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> it is too much. <laughs> just it is, it is turn going back. to be yeah. too much for you. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I had to watch this movie in like little chunks. Like I, I would watch a bit of it. I would pause it for like 10 minutes just to like take a breather at like certain points. And then I'd be like, all right, I got to finish this. And I'd jump back in. It has been a long time. It's been a long time since a horror movie has caused me to do that, where I had to actually take breaks while watching it to get through the whole mm-hmm. thing. Well, and it's and hard. Yeah. It, it's, yeah go ahead. Go it's, ahead. It's, it's hard. This one is a hard one as well, because it's already violent in the beginning of it. And then once you get to the last 20 minutes, it's just nonstop back to back to back brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not the kind of movie you don't get a rest there's never a moment where there's hope or sunshine or you know like you never get that feeling where you're like maybe everything's gonna be all right (laughs) nope like the whole way through you're just uh, like you have a pit of dread in your stomach and that only intensifies throughout the entire movie so like you can't go into this thinking that it's going to be I don't want to say that it's not an enjoyable experience because I think as as an artistic piece there's a lot to respect it for and there's a lot to admire about it but it's not like you're not going to have fun while you're watching this movie you're not going to be sitting Mm -hmm. there like man this is good (laughs) like I want to watch this again soon (laughs) it's not that kind of a thing (laughs) I will be of the camp of I did not think this was an enjoyable experience. I'm I not mad that I watched it. I just cannot say that I enjoyed watching it mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I don't think that would be honest with myself if I was like, did I enjoy it? No, no, I, I did not yeah. enjoy watching this. No, movie. that's fair. It's hard. It's just a hard. It's so heavy. But here's it's the thing. The movie, movie. Yeah, it's very heavy. But here's the thing. It's like I didn't enjoy watching it, but this movie has a lot to say. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is one of the things that got me to finish, I mean, outside of this podcast, but got me through the movie is, like, the movie's not doing everything for no reason. Like, it's trying to say something, mm-hmm. and you just have to kind of navigate it in order to reach these bigger, grandiose points. Um, but I wanted to ask you, like, what? let's start off with, like, what did you enjoy about this movie? So... Okay, so I enjoyed because I was gonna. Do you want me to give a very like brief synopsis of the basics of this movie, or do you? I mean, if you if if you feel the need, like I I, again, I feel like we'll probably cover most of it. Yeah. If you want to just kind of open it up so people have a yeah reference. I'm just gonna give a very very like bare bones background because I then Mm -hmm. we can jump into like the details. So basically. Um, there are two young women. Their names are Lucy and I believe they pronounce it Anna or is it Anna? Anna. I believe. Anna. That uh, that name is one of those names where it like my mind cannot ever compute because it's like you. There's two ways of pronouncing it and they're spelled exactly the same. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just I never know. I'm just gonna guess. So I might go back and forth throughout this review, but basically it's it's Anna. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Lucy and Anna are friends. When Lucy was younger, she escaped a traumatic experience where she was basically held captive by people that tortured her 
in like a warehouse. And so she escapes, they find her, they put her into um, it's basically like an, an orphanage or a place that helps like kids that are troubled. And there, mm -hmm. her and Anna become friends. So flash forward 15 years, Lucy wants to get revenge against the people that did this to her and she believes that she found them. She kind of ropes Anna into this situation. And so through that, Anna ends up getting captured and put through the same torture that Lucy was put through. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, that's why, like the whole premise of it is being captured and tortured. So, I mean, I think you can understand why it's, <laughs> it's a heavy boy. But I think one of the things that I really enjoy the story, like the storytelling of this film, I think mm -hmm. that like the way that the story unfolds for me works very well, in my opinion. And I also enjoy watching the relationship of these two girls. Like, I think that there's a lot of underlying like things about their relationship and about them as individual characters as well that's very interesting mm -hmm. and i like the way that they deal with post-traumatic like trauma and post-traumatic stress and the effect that that can have on a person over time yeah um like the way that this story unfolds everything about it the biggest thing in like the biggest thing in horror movies is a lot of times you have to get people into situations, right? And then you have to come up with a reason why they make this decision and why they make that decision. And the grand scheme of things is always to get them into trouble or to find a way to get them and the villain together. And it's not always sound. Like a lot of times you're like, okay, what do you, why did you do that? <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm not going to pretend like there aren't moments of this movie where I'm like just wanting Anna to to leave or to get away um I think definitely now that I know what happens to her there are a lot of times where I'm like just leave just leave now now's your chance but mm -hmm. it makes sense to me why she stays and I think that that's so important it's like Lucy thinks that she's found the people that tortured her when she was younger so she goes to their house and she kills the entire family and then she calls Anna and Anna comes there and has to help Lucy clean up the mess. And there's all of these moments where it's like, okay, you, sh you should leave. Like you should leave now. But it's like, no, but we have to do something with these bodies. Okay, now you should leave. Okay, but no, one of them is still alive. Okay, now you mm -hmm. should leave. Okay, no, but my friend just killed herself. Like, you know, it's like all of these things keep happening. Yeah. And it makes sense you're like oh fuck okay and you can't leave now like you got to figure this out and i just think that that's really smart the way that they did that and i think that the story writing it, it's, it's like it almost wrote itself because it just made sense to me and i yeah. think that that's one of the pros of this film is that you never like it you never looking at anna like she's dumb she's not she's just put into a situation that she doesn't know how to get out of yeah i definitely agree with that i think the 
pacing is definitely a huge pro of this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is, the events of the movie are timed out very well. And it really aids the storytelling aspect of it. Um, From the... From the setup, honestly, to the, in the beginning, where they spend, I feel like, just enough time with the characters as kids, they e- they very easily could have spent more time with them in their childhood, right? Like, we definitely could have explored the years that Anna and Lucy, you know, explore their friendship and, like, build that connection over time and then get into the second half of the movie. But they don't really choose to do that. We get maybe like half an hour or so with them as kids. And then we just jump directly into the main plot of the movie and like the main event of the movie, which is the massacre of the family, which who that shit was brutal. Brutal. Mm -hmm. That is brutal. And one of the, one of the big pros for me about this movie is just the sheer performances of our like main two girls, mm-hmm. um, both Anna and Lucy. They're now I I've kind of like seen through interviews and like through stuff that I've read that they have to go through a ton to get those performances on tape. Like they're doing twelve hour days of just being absolutely miserable because it makes sense. This is a bleak environment to navigate as an actress. But they both give amazing, realistic performances that I think very much complement the level of brutality that we have to experience throughout the movie. Uh, When she slaughters the whole family, she doesn't do it easily. Despite Mm -hmm. everything that the parents did to her, we still get to see layers in the performance of the the whole situation from her, you know, not really wanting to kill the kids but knowing that she has to and her kind of dealing with that and navigating that through the aftermath of killing the whole family and still not just being cathartic but we get to watch her feel the gravity of what she's done and we get to see her go through the emotions we get to see her go through the the regret of having to do this then through the anger of them putting her through this through the then kind of numbness of this has just happened. And now I'm just here. Like now I'm just existing Mm -hmm. in this scenario, which I think through the storytelling and a lot of the things that we deal with in the movie, the direction of this movie puts the audience in a lot of the times it feels like you're in the same position as both of these girls, despite where it is in the movie is that feeling of just emptiness and bleakness that the characters are feeling. I, as a viewer, was feeling right along with them, like Mm -hmm. every step of the way. And especially when you get into like the torture portion of the movie, I feel like I was Mm -hmm. being tortured watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I do love like going off of what you just said, especially for the you know the the point from when we are when lucy first gets to the house and kills the family to up until she kills herself like so we come to find out lucy the reason that she goes there and kills them all is because she is being haunted by this ghost and the ghost is violent it harms her and so she believes that if she goes and kills the entire family the ghost will leave her alone 
And I like the way that depending on who, which character we're following at the time, you're getting things almost from their point of view. Because a lot, if you're going from Lucy's point of view, then yes, this is a real ghost. It's violent. It can hurt you. And it's attacking her. Like it almost frames it like it could be a ghost story. Mm-hmm. But then it never hurts on, like it's only hurting Lucy. And then from Anna's point of view, Oh, and also from Lucy's point of view, she's like, yes, this is the family. These are the people that tortured me. I know it. It's been 15 years since she's seen them, but she's positive. But then she gets there. It's a regular house. They have a family. They're chilling and like eating breakfast. Like, and so then from Anna's point of view, she gets there and she almost feels like, is Lucy crazy? Like, did she get the yeah. right family? And so then you as the viewer have to be like, I don't know. Did she? Because yeah. like, we don't know. We don't, we didn't get to see the faces of the people. And like, why would they have kids? Why would they be living in this suburban family house? Like all yeah, of these weird how would things. They just transfer over to this random lifestyle. Yeah. And the movie, the movie is so good about doing that too, especially as like a first time viewer is it is just really hard to see where this movie is going at any point in time mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. And that to me is a huge pro where if me as a somebody who's seen a ton of movies of the horror genre, just a ton of movies in general, the fact that I just have no idea where you're about to take me next, I love when a movie can do that. And this movie does it the entire way through. It's like mm-hmm. each step of the way, you think that you have finally caught up to the plot that you've caught up to the the mystery like you've solved it and then it just adds in another layer and you just realize how <laughs> ignorant you are of what's actually happening yeah because it's like this whole time this is all unfolding you're so unsure of everything that's happening and then you know lucy we we realize we finally see things fully from honest perspective and we see that there is no ghost lucy is just harming herself because she you know is still so destroyed by what happened to her when she was younger and we find mm-hmm. out that it's all just a manifestation of her guilt she when she was younger she saw this woman that was being tortured but she couldn't help her so she left her behind and she's always felt guilty about it and so lucy just you know lucy realizes she's like nothing i do is ever going to make this go away so that's why she kills herself so then after she kills herself you're like oh shoot maybe this all was a mistake like maybe she she really was just like projecting this thing and thinking that things were a certain way, but she's just still confused. But no, (laughs) Lucy was right because Anna discovers this whole basement. That's like a torture chamber that they've like made Mm -hmm. in their basement. They're like the Tony Stark of torture. (laughs) torture, Yeah. They have this whole basement that, and she's like, Oh my God, Lucy was right. And I doubted her. Yeah, and they frame it so well, too. Like you talked about earlier with how they frame the shots. So it's like we'll have both Lucy and Anna in a similar area, right? Like they'll be nearby each other. But just the way that the shots are framed when this quote unquote ghost is around, it can be around harming Lucy for us as the viewer. But 
then even though Anna's just one room away, it just feels so real, right? Like we see it through Lucy's POV. So like every time it's just like, is this real or is this not? I, mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie sprinkles in doubt about the ghost before we get there, right? Like it's definitely yeah. because it's always Anna adjacent. There's <laughs> kind of like this little bit of doubt that like, is she making this up? Is she just that traumatized by the things that happened to her that mm-hmm. she has to manifest this thing? Um, and one of the things about the ghost, too, that was very disturbing, but I think um, thought-provoking is kind of this representation of PTSD, uh, trauma, and then you know how that could lead to self-harm and those sort of things where... It seemed that Lucy never believed that she was hurting herself, I think, mm-hmm. up until the very last moment. Like, for the entirety of her life and how long she was dealing with this ghost, she always genuinely believed that she was being hurt by the ghost. And right. that's, like, heartbreaking to think about because she just, like, she's that broken inside from what these people did to her that... This is real for her. This is not an illusion. This is not something that she's making up. Like, this creature is following her. And yeah, it's going to follow her for the rest of her life. And she can't, she ends up not being able to deal with that, even after doing the thing that she thought would kind of cure her from her curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really s- sad. Like, because I agree. I definitely felt, I definitely feel like, up until that final moment i think that yeah i definitely think she believed that there was an outside force that was affecting her and it wasn't her doing these things to herself because it also is like okay well i didn't kill the kids like she even says you like there's a moment where she says like I even killed their kids because she thinks that it would work and she's still seeing this woman and so it's like well I didn't want to kill them like I was forced to do it because of this thing yeah this thing wants me to get revenge yeah it's, it's out of my hands and it's so heartbreaking when Anna realizes that because Anna really does doubt Lucy like she yeah. she even tries to help what the the mother of the family that Lucy killed isn't dead quite yet and Anna tries to help her like mm-hmm. get out and Lucy catches them. And so yeah, like Anna really did have this moment of doubt where she didn't believe that Lucy had the right family and she was upset for them and you know, upset that Lucy had done this. And so it's really heartbreaking when she discovers the basement and realizes that she was telling the truth the whole time and it's too late but then at the same time i don't think that there was ever really anything anna could have done no there really there really wasn't no and you can tell how much she cares about her too by the fact that despite the doubt that she had she still was there for lucy during this entire thing like yeah she tried to help the mom get away when she found out she was alive But even when she first sees the family, and I think from the first time she sees the family, you can kind of tell that she's like, Lucy, what have you done? Like, this Mm -hmm. is, there's there's just no way. Like, you weren't, this isn't what we were supposed to do. Like, because I think their plan was they were just supposed to call the cops. Yeah, they were going to go to the police. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't supposed to go in there and handle it herself. And so despite this, like she's got four bodies on her hands. She's like, I care about you enough to help you in this scenario. Like we're going to get through this. And it's just, it's such a trap, like on an emotion level, that shit's so tragic to see that dynamic too. And even like in the last bits where like you can just tell Lucy and it's, I think it's arguable about whether or not that's what takes her over the edge of having Anna not believe in her anymore. Um, Cause I'm sure there are a lot of factors that led to her ultimately killing herself. But like that little bit where she's like, you just never believed me. And like, she's furious with her after just basically neganing um, for all my walking dead fans out there. <laughs> the mom, um, She, she still does not. And I don't think ever planned on actually hurting Anna. Um, but no, she's yeah. just, She's just like, I. no one believes me. And now I'm just stuck alone with this mm-hmm. ghost. And it's one of those things where, like, she's kind of framed as we get more and more into her mental decline. She's kind of, like, framed as the villain of the first half of the movie. And it's such a, like, controversial villain to follow because you never, despite the terrible, quote-unquote, thing she's doing, you never... At least for me, I never hated her for it. It felt no. It felt yeah. just like she was doing justified actions from what we've seen, the torturous shit that she's had to go through. Yeah, because I think they do a good job of framing it where like, okay, there's a 50-50 chance. She could be right, but she could be wrong. And so I think you're always on both of their sides. It just flip-flops depending on... <laughs> whose perspective we're seeing things from because yeah yeah, like when she goes in she's like i know it was them i was like okay yeah i'm down i get it yeah you probably i mean if anybody would know i mean yeah it would be you Mm -hmm. so yeah i think they did a great job framing that first half Mm -hmm. and doing a good job of making you feel for both of their characters because you can you get where both of them are coming from like mm-hmm. you're like okay i under like i understand why you're doing this or why you feel this way like you can understand why anna might try and help that lady get out yeah. like you could be like okay i get it because if, if lucy's wrong then this lady deserves a chance yeah but then at the same time you're like but if she's right then yeah girl hit away (laughs) like hammer away if you're right um but yeah it's that first half of it and i think that i think that anna is in love with lucy yeah i think so too and but i am happy that they never made that a big portion of the movie I'm yeah. so happy that they had that exist as a thing that you can explore, I think, in your own imagination. But the movie's like, we've got bigger things to tackle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people have emotions for each other. Sure. This isn't a fucking love story. Like, that's not what this is yeah. about. It's just a moment. And you can, uh, and it's like she gets wrapped up in the moment. And, he, and then Lucy is just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, we got, yeah. <laughs> we got some shit we got to get. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I th- I definitely think that, you know, I don't think that Anna ever. Yeah, it's like what you said. It's like she never would have turned against her 
it's just such a sticky situation. And like I said, I think that's why Anna's character is so sympathetic is she's just put in a really shitty situation and she doesn't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. you can say, okay, well go to the police, but like you're the only person there because up until this point, it's like now you're the only person left and you have all of these dead bodies. And up until she finds the um, room downstairs she still does not believe that these people did. She doesn't know. Like, she still doesn't know if these people did what they actually did. Yeah, she just thinks she's at a crime Some scene. People, at this yeah, point. like a crime scene with five dead bodies. <laughs> and she's the only one left. And so I, I think the only time that you could really say, like, okay, now go to the police is when she finds the woman in the basement. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like, I don't you're probably not going to be thinking clearly and it seems like from the moment that she finds the woman in the basement to the moment that the crew the little cleanup crew Mm -hmm. comes isn't that long it's still daytime the lady like yeah it's still running around Cause like uh, up until she gets captured, like that feels like what, like a span of like two days, maybe like one, one day that they're probably, dealing with all this. Yeah, probably a day. Cause Lucy gets there, kills the family. That all happens during the day. Anna gets there. Well, no, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then Anna gets there during that day. The rest of that stuff happens that night. Lucy kills herself that same night. So yeah, it's over the span of like twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. that all of this happens yeah and then we have so then there's another day after maybe it might be a day um after she finds the woman because she does fall asleep for a little bit but that could just be like she napped for a couple hours before things went yeah, south i think she just napped because the way that it seems is i think that she just falls asleep and naps because it's mm-hmm. like she wakes up that morning after lucy has killed herself she calls her mom, mm-hmm. leaves the phone off the hook, goes yeah. down, gets the lady, puts the lady in the bathtub. And then I think she just like falls asleep for a little bit because then the lady is running around screaming and then yeah. that wakes her up. And then when the people get there, they're like, well, we've been trying to call and the phone's been off the hook for the last couple of hours or whatever. Yeah, fair so, enough. So, yeah, I think it all happens. Like, Yeah, also that lady's image is just burned into my brain, I think, forever. Oh, that she found in the basement? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. basement lady is going to haunt my dreams and memories probably for the rest of my life. <laughs> that is a haunting fucking image. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so we, we kind of talked about the things that we like in the first half. What about the second half? Um. <laughs> Well, we think we're kind of some of the pros. I know. It's kind of like a weird thing to talk about. Like, what did you enjoy about the torture portion? What did you love about this? (laughs) But, Um, yeah, talk to me about the second half of the movie. Look. Okay. So, the biggest complaints about this movie tend to stem from the second half. Because, like I said, it's bang after bang after bang of just watching Anna be tortured. And it's really hard. Like, of all of the uncomfortable 
stuff that happens in this film the hardest part for me to watch is there's like a man that they bring into Anna's cell and he just beats her up yeah. and that out of everything is the hardest part for me to watch and like the sound of him hitting like it's a lot and so yeah. which i want to quickly throw in a little fun fact that mm -hmm. to keep myself sane i kind of counted and i believe there are exactly 14 slaps throughout the course of this movie because they love to use that slap motif of they do <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, like there's a, a lot of slaps. The character will just be sitting down somewhere, and then whoever's oppressing them will just get upset and just backhand the fuck out of them, just out yeah. of nowhere. I'm like, yo, stop slapping her, please. There's a, there are, there are a lot of slaps in this movie. Fourteen, uh, listeners, if you if you've counted more, please let me know. But there, are, I believe there are fourteen slaps. Wow, um, but I guess I guess the best thing about the second half for me is the like ideas that it starts to get into um because you know not not too much plot wise happens because at the beginning of the second half we learn what's been going on and then from that moment on it's just about progressing that and them doing what they need that what they are going to do to Anna so i personally think that the first half is the strongest not to say that the second half isn't the strongest because you know it's still very emotionally like hard-hitting mm -hmm. but so basically we come to find out that their whole thing is that they believe that martyrs when they're like on the brink of death because they've been put through so much endured so much pain and so much torture that they're like half alive but they're dead enough that they can see beyond reality and earth and so they can basically see what death will bring for people and yeah so it's just a bunch of like rich old people who are torturing people to to see if any of them will reach martyrdom for them yeah and like essentially with suffering you can either become a victim or you can become a martyr martyr yeah and everybody like and they're like oh lucy became a victim that one the lady in the basement became a victim um it's so easy to become blah 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 this cruella deville bitch is so yeah. frustrating <laughs> oh my god she's so annoying um there's, i think there's nothing worse than like a character that just is just so cold towards the suffering of yeah. other characters where like you know it's that sociopathic level of just like a this is for a greater good um oh my you're gonna God. go through yeah. some shit but trust me i'm telling you this in a clear calm voice right now it'll be worth it okay like you'll like don't She's worry so annoying and like and they're doing it for a bunch of old people i'm like all these people are gonna be dying soon anyway they just want to know where they're going like you're gonna be there in a week just wait <laughs> and like I, I, and it's so, the thing too that's crazy is truly if they wanted someone to really, because they're forcing people to be martyrs, like because they're doing these things to them. Usually martyrs die for their own beliefs, but they're like forcing someone else to die for their beliefs. I'm like, why don't you just take someone from your cult and have them do it? 
if you really want them to be a martyr, because like, uh, isn't that what, like, why can't one of your people do it? You're selfish. You're a selfish crone and I hate you. And that was my (laughs) problem. (laughs) No, Um, I get that too. I will say though, it seems like they were, because they put it at the ending, right? It's like, I think they were relying, or at least the director was relying heavily on the whole Greek mythos of the word martyr, which is just to witness. Yeah. Um, So they're just like, we need somebody to go to the other side and come back for us. And witness I fucking agree with you that one of you fuckers do that then. Yeah. Quit kidnapping. Um, but the Corella Deville prefaces with they have noticed that young women tend to have the best affinity t- for becoming martyrs. I think is their yes, sort yeah. of like this is their reasoning for doing this. She like, yeah, she says we've tried it on different people. We even tried it on children, which is when they had Lucy, is they were trying it on children as well. But yeah, they've discovered that young women um are most susceptible to it and i remember when i was younger and i heard that i was like oh dope i'm in the clear because i'm too young (laughs) they wouldn't come get me i used to do that all the time when i was younger i would like find little loopholes in horror movies so they weren't yeah so they weren't so scary because i'd be like oh well they can't what i don't live in sleepy hollow so i'm fine or like Mm -hmm. yeah and then with this movie i was like oh i think i'm just out of their age bracket (laughs) i think i'll be okay (laughs) um but yeah so now they're like oh we need young women and here you are (laughs) perfect so yeah they basically have Anna now and she manages to be the only person in existence because like I said they say they've been doing this for at least 15 years and they and I like how they set this up too because they say like oh yeah when we had Lucy we were less organized, things were more sloppy, so she got away. But you can see that now they've had time and they've had money. So yeah, like there's no system. way Anna's getting out of this because they have a like it's like a bunker. There's no mm-hmm. way that she can get out of that. Um but what was I saying before I said that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, she's the only one in existence who has achieved martyrdom because yeah, at the end of the movie she like is still she withstands all of the torture she's still alive and she tells the lady something something we never get to hear it we never get to hear what she says which i like i'm glad that they yeah i hate and like both both like very equally of like it's frustrating because i want to fucking know but i like (laughs) yeah because it's 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 like the smartest move because you don't want to come up with something that's like, okay, that was, that's what Just we leave wrong. this whole movie yeah. for. But it sucks, yeah, because you're like, fuck, I need to, like, what did she say? Um, yeah, so I like, I like the setup and the reason that they're doing this. Like, I think that that is very interesting. I'm, it was something I never, at the time that I, that I watched it. And even now, it was something I never really heard or thought of. And it made me think, like it made me, it affected me. It gave them a reason to be these horrible, sadistic people because they believe that they had a purpose. It's like the jigsaw effect, right? Like he (laughs) believes he's doing these things for a purpose. 
they feel the same way. It's like they think that it's for more more good will come from it than what is worth this like life of this one girl. But oh my god, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard to sit through. It's really fucking hard. And that is oddly enough, I think is one of the pros of the second half for me. Um I say that very, very loosely because this is this is definitely the portion where I had to take breaks while watching. Like I remember mm-hmm. once she got captured and she was in the scenario and she's just there chained up in the chair i remember pausing because it's just like i paused and i looked and it was like all right there's like 45 minutes left of this movie and i'm like oh god i'm gonna have to deal with 45 (laughs) minutes of just torture Torture. however long it was it could have been less than that but like i just remember seeing the amount of time like getting up grabbing some coffee and being like all right just just get through this Mm-hmm. make it to the end like you've made it this far into the movie and then i had to come back dealt with like half of it pause it again <laughs> took another break i was like all right just just finish it off we're almost there <laughs> yeah and it doesn't help that it gets worse over time but as like, time goes on yeah yeah but here's here's kind of flipping that to why it's kind of a pro is so this whole idea of the martyrdom and I think Anna's character explores this a little bit too is like as she continues to suffer over time she becomes more and more numb to it to a point where none of it even matters anymore right Mm -hmm. and as a viewer I felt like I was experiencing a similar thing with watching the movie where I started that 30 20 30 however long period of time very vulnerable very battered and bruised from the first half of this movie and with the knowledge that i'm gonna have to sit through this and i feel like as it just because it's just this montage of her being tortured right Mm -hmm. and it's like as it's going they even i think some of the like some of the audio changes where at first we're hearing everything like every time she gets hit and all that stuff like we're hearing it but over time that kind of fades away right we it kind of leans more into like they have like a bit of more musical undertones to it. And it's just now we watch her get numb to this. And I feel like as a viewer, the director is forcing you to also become numb to this because that's the only way you can really make it through these last um, this last half an hour is you kind of have to numb yourself to how terrible the situation is for her mm-hmm. to see if there actually is a point at the end of this movie. And so it's one of those things I was talking about earlier in this review of just like, I really felt like on an emotional level, I'm moving in parallel with these characters because as she's getting beat up more and more, I feel like I stopped taking notes and I was just kind of like sitting there just watching, right? Because I was just like, I I feel like if I stop to like really take notes and process this right now, it'll be harder to experience it. Like I had to just kind of numb myself to the experience of watching it to make it through that bit. Yeah. And the and I think that's one of the things cuz this movie falls under um the I think it's the new French extremity movement. Yeah. Um where it's just like the whole point is to make your audience uncomfortable morally and like visually to make them explore ideas and feelings that they usually wouldn't go to like ever. Um, And so they do this through intense scenes, violence, gore, whatever, what have you. 
and it's it make this movie forces you to explore a very uncomfortable place of your mind i think and yeah. whether or not that's good i think is is um you up know up for discussion <laughs> yeah but it definitely does that where you sit there and you have to fucking think about what you're watching you have to think about yourself you have to think about a lot of things mm-hmm. while you're dealing with this movie experience you don't you don't just watch this movie and then forget about it like it, you're still going to be thinking about it afterwards and i think it is because yeah it's so much and you experience so much with the characters and it's particularly anna because we mainly are following her for like the later half of the movie you yeah you basically have to experience this torture along with her and watch her as she yeah gradually becomes more and more numb to it and there's even a part where she like has imagined this conversation that she had with Lucy where she like Lucy asked Anna she was like why aren't you ever scared and she was like I am I just think sometimes you have to like let a part of yourself go and then you won't be scared anymore and then yeah it's like from that moment on she kind of is just like a shell of herself and I think for a lot of and then it's like you start to get closer and closer they get to a point where they come in and they're like it's the last step like you're almost done oh my god and then so so then you're like (laughs) so then but at the same time you're like with Anna you're almost just like oh my god okay just end it like okay yeah just Just do it over with do the last step and the last step is awful (laughs) and you're like oh what have I done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like oh my god but like, uh, yeah oh my god, so you're just bad. like oh my god please like just she just needs really like to be released yeah like, that's like, all wonder, you want I, at that point i wanted them to kill her and i was like that was I such know. a weird thought i felt myself having but i was just like i don't want to see her suffer anymore like i mm-hmm. would rather her character just be dead like that that seemed like a better outcome and I'm just shocked that the movie can incite that even kind of thought towards a character. I'm just like, that seems better than what she's going through right now. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Too much. I, I think, yeah, it's a lot. I think one of the things that I, a personal spin that I put on the movie, I'm not sure if this was an actual thing the director was trying to do, but um, through the torture portion, um, I... I think my brain was, well, one, I was coming with subconscious ways to just get through this shit, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that sucked to me was this idea that even under the most intense, terrible circumstances, you can somehow find peace within your mind by doing something. Mm -hmm. That even though she's experiencing the worst, like the absolute worst, right? with the right sensibility she can she can just muscle through it because she's found a a place of peace within herself despite the external forces that are happening to her um which i think is kind of it's it's a it's it's a weird it's a weird thought to navigate but like i found a little bit of solace in that of like this just idea that the human 
mind is strong enough to handle any circumstance despite how terrible it might be Mm -hmm. um and this whole idea of martyrdom of like seeing the other side is because like you've become so disconnected to this pain the suffering that you basically reach fucking nirvana right like that's the whole idea um Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's just it's it's just so hard it's to get so there. Hard. And I feel like she kind of found like solace in Lucy, like yeah. holding on to this idea. Um, we're not even the idea of Lucy, but yeah, it's like she would replay. We only ever really hear her do it once, but I do think that they're like that didn't just happen the one time i don't think i think that she probably replayed moments with lucy often and i think and i wonder if even just the idea that like lucy went through this and she got through it like it maybe that gave her the you know kind of strength to continue or i don't know i feel like there you know i just feel like there's something to be said about them playing that conversation and i don't think it was just to be like okay anna let go like i think that she definitely found because they do talk a lot about you know victims imagine monsters they create monsters to deal with it but i don't think that anna i think anna created like this place in her head where it was like her and lucy could escape yeah and i think that that was a place that she would go to escape and on another note um the music in this movie is kind of kind of bangs i like the yeah, music in this movie the soundtrack really complements the movie a lot and that's and that's a thing that i'll definitely like wash over the rest of this conversation for how terrible i think a lot of this movie is on a like more moralistic level um the actual movie making portion of this movie is fantastic like i think mm-hmm. from the cinematography cinematography to the soundtrack to just the directorial view on a lot of things and the performances like this movie is fantastic in that regard Uh um it's just used for some dark dark fucking scenes oh yeah (laughs) but i want to know what do you think in the end because this is when i've watched this ending i always come to two conclusions Mm -hmm. with because basically um you know the lady uh cruella she gets the answer which i was like y'all really only let her hear the Mm -hmm. answer you didn't have no backup or nothing you didn't record this but no yeah they they call the lady and she comes and she leans over and anna whispers in her ear what she's seen and so then they invite all of their old, old friends over and they all meet up in the, in the living room and await the announcements because the lady's supposed to come out and tell them what she heard. Mm-hmm. And but then she decides she's not going to do that and she, she kills herself. The lady mm-hmm. kills herself and basically tells them to keep doubting what's Mm -hmm. in death and then that's how the movie ends kind of it's like the movie ends there but then we get a shot of anna 
like still alive i don't know if that last shot was just to show that she's still alive but i think i think they're alluding to that i think that they're alluding that she's still in yeah, this transcendent state we knew like we already knew she was still alive because they said that I, I almost just wish that they would have cut it right where the lady shot herself instead yeah. of doing that shot of Anna. And I'm not even trying to be funny because it's like a very, <laughs> it's like a horrible sight to see her still alive and like dying. But the way that they shot it, I think it's just because I watched the movie recently, but it did remind me of that, the ending scene of Hocus Pocus where they zoom in on the book. Oh and Lord. From up above. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> if they had done a freeze I mean, frame on it. her face, you know what I mean? Like if they had done I a freeze it. frame on her face, it would have been the same shot. I get it. I get it. I still have to say for moralistic reasons, shame on you. I know. I, I know. But it's just the way it's shot. It has nothing to do with tone. It's just the way that they like pan in on her. I, but look, I wish the, they didn't her, do that one. Yeah. And honestly, with that part, like after ugh, the fact that she got fucking skinned alive. But mm -hmm. like, I think honestly my brain too had to just kind of like disconnect it i think i was just like i had to tell myself like she's she's in a bodysuit right now like for myself you know what i it mean it was just like so real it looks i know it's just like <laughs> i could not accept the fact that this was like a real person in this state in front of me i just had to switch my brain over to entertainment mode and be like she's in makeup mm -hmm. it's just a scene for the movie just you know, just get through it. Cause I, I, I couldn't really sit with the actual idea of it. Yeah. Um, I, I wish we would have seen like her eyes close or something. Cause then it mm -hmm. really would have been like, okay, the, the secret died with that lady. I know that mm -hmm. they said that she's not communicating anymore. So we have the idea that, you know, they're never gonna probably be able to get her to talk again, mm -hmm. but it would have been nice. It would have been a little bit of relief to see her eyes close at the end or yeah. see something where we're like okay she's dead like she's in yeah. peace now but like she gets to get through it yeah but i don't think that's the case i think she's still alive um at the end of it but anyways so the two conclusions that i always came up and i can't ever i can never i flip-flop back and forth between what i think actually is true is that a either what the lady heard was that was in death was so beautiful that she was like, I'm going to die now and just, you know, go to that or yep. B that what she heard was so disappointing that she was upset that they had all wasted their life believing that there was something better beyond when there's really maybe nothing. And so mm -hmm. she just, kills herself out of the grief of knowing mm -hmm. that there's nothing better than what we have now so yeah. that was like those are the two options i always have i go back and forth between which one i think is what happened but i'm interested in seeing if you which one you think or if you had another idea of a possible meaning uh so well i mean like everybody else who bravely makes it through this movie I too also sat with a question of what did she say? What did she hear? And at first I wasn't really sure for myself. I'm gonna be honest. Like I was in the basically the same camp that you were. And so I kind of looked, I'll be honest, I kind of looked through and saw what other people like online had as like their ideas of like how 
what she said at the end. Okay. A lot of people fall into those same categories. Like a lot of people either, like you said, A, think that there's some beautiful secret to the afterlife that she was told that she wants to get there right away. And then B, um, she tells her that there's literally nothing. It's nothingness. Everything you guys are doing is for nothing. And you have to just fucking live with that, which I think on a moral level, I hope it's that. Like, I hope that she called her all the way over there just to whisper in her ear to be like, there ain't shit, bitch. (laughs) There ain't shit and you ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's what I hope that she said, truth be told. Um, And then so there's those two. I saw um, two other ones. And I think option four out of all of these um, has sat with me, I think, the most. But the third option was that whatever she explained about the afterlife was just so much for the human brain to comprehend that she just couldn't sit with it. Where, mm-hmm. like, she ended up telling her the secrets of what's in the afterlife and her brain couldn't wrap itself around that idea and was like i can't do this boom i'm gonna blow my head off that was like a third option i saw Mm -hmm. and then this fourth option which i kind of like from a film making perspective is that honestly nobody really knows and that's the point um the point is that you make it to the end of this movie to get the answer to this question just like all the people in this cult organization, whatever it is, are doing these terrible things to get the answer to this question. And ultimately, you get nothing from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that that's the message that the movie's trying to leave with you, is that it is just an awful journey to chase this question of what happens after we die, and we should stop exploring it and just live. Um mm-hmm. And that out of, out of all of those options, I think that one has sat with me over the past however many hours since I watched this movie um, the most, because I feel like that one kind of hit home where it's like after watching this entire movie. Yeah, I was of the team of like, I want to know what the fuck she saw. I want to yeah. know you made me sit through an hour 30 of this torture. Tell me what the fuck you think is on the other side of life. And the point is that you're just not going to fucking know. Um, it kind of puts you almost in the same position as Corella DeVille of like, you participated in this torture in a kind of way. And guess what? At the end of it, you got no answers. So mm-hmm. deal with it. Like it's a little, it's a little sadistic, but like, I don't know that one, that idea kind of hit home for me. So yeah. Like I said, I hope she told her that she ain't shit, that she ain't shit. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think this whole idea that this question is just a stupid question to chase. uh, I think I like that idea as well. Mm hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, I saw another one that was like, I saw another one that said they think that she that she did tell them that there was like something beautiful on the other side, but that because of what they've done to get those answers, they would never reach that because they've sinned and they've Mm -hmm. tortured and they've killed people. So 
even though there is like basically, you know, Anna and all of them, they're going to be able to go and get that. But all of the people that were a part of this will never like achieve that. I saw that as one of the um, explanations. Yeah, which any explanation that ends in fuck you to that whole organization, oh, big I'm fan. here for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huge fan of the work. I love those. Um, I would like to see more of those. Because I think, I think because of, because of like the last interaction that the lady has and how she asked the guy and she's like, can you imagine what there is about um, past death or whatever? And he's like, no, I can't. And she says, keep doubting. Mm-hmm. I think it's bad. Like, I don't know. She just sounds real salty. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was not the answer that she wanted. And mm-hmm. that she, instead of going out and facing all of those people and telling them that, she was like, I, and also it's like, what is she going to do now? She's spent the last 15 years of her life searching for this answer. And then, you know, it was all for nothing. But then yeah. at the same time, he, I don't know. I don't know. Cause he asks her, he's like, so there is something. And she says, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I like yeah. the idea. I mean, I definitely think it's meant to be one of those things where you can come up with a million explanations. And I mean, yeah. I like that. I like that the idea. Director, the, the director too, um, from what I can see is like, he's, of course, every time he goes into an interview, people ask him, like, what does the ending mean? And he is very, has been over however many years it's been now, um, very tight-lipped about it. He's not going to tell anybody Mm -hmm. what the ending means. He has no intention of telling anybody what the ending means. And it's a question of whether or not he even knows what the ending is himself, Himself? you know? like It could just be more a vehicle for conversation than it is to be an actual... Um, plot ending to the movie so yeah it's one of those mysteries that is going to be served more over conversation with other people who have seen the movie than you will ever get a concrete answer for yeah um but shall we shall we rate this rate this Um, i mean it's only it's only right that we also rate this movie as well i'm i'm thinking we do it out of slaps I yes yes <laughs> yes. I definitely thought you were gonna go for slaps, and I was like, "Come on, Erica, I believe." How mad uh, would you have been if I didn't? If I was like, "Let's read it out of sponges." Been, <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad, but I would have been severely disappointed. I'll yeah. be honest. You're just I like kind of sad for the rest of the recording. I'm like, "Why does it sound so sad?" <laughs> <laughs> like you can't see me, but my fingers were crossed. I was like, come on, do slaps, do slaps, do slaps. <laughs> um, so for this particular movie, this is going to be a weird review. So listeners, take this how you will from at least me. Um, I, again, did not enjoy this movie because it is <laughs> a hard experience and I did not like watching this movie. However, I still give this movie a four and a half out of five um just for movie making wise i think it is a very good movie and the conversation and the themes that it is exploring are great enough conversation fodder that i think those two combined deserve a good score 
However, again, I don't plan on watching this movie again anytime soon. And it was not an enjoyable, enjoyable experience <laughs> for me. Yeah. But with that said, still four and a half slaps out of five. Nice. Okay. Well, I also would give it four and a half slaps out of five. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Storytelling is A1. I love the soundtrack. I love the acting. Um, I love the ideas that they explore. It is brutal. Yes, it's uncomfortable. It's heavy. And you're going to want to watch something like silly after you watch this movie. Like I had to turn on the Great British Baking Show as soon as Which I ended. just recently started watching. I will let you know. You? And I fucking love it. Yes, oh, my God. It it's the so best. Good. It's, it's so the best. good. It's so good. Oh, I love that. I freaking love that for show. An, for another episode. For another episode. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, back to <laughs> back to what we were saying. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's one of those movies where it's like I wouldn't really recommend. Like, I wouldn't just off the cuff be like, yo, you should check out Martyrs. But I do think if if you think that you can handle these topics that we've discussed today and you are okay with feeling kind of uncomfortable and weird and heavy after watching it i do like i i think it's worth checking out from just like a filmmaking standpoint and all of that um yeah i don't know it's like i like i said it's i've seen it more times than I probably ever should have or want to do. <laughs> but it's still, and every time I watch it, I still get the same feelings that I did that first time, even though I know how this story unfolds and how it pans out. I still <clears throat> appreciate it as much as I did before. And obviously it incites conversation. Like it's an interesting movie to talk to other people about. So yeah, I... I would give it a 4.5 slaps as well and probably will put my DVD away and not touch it for a very long time. <laughs> I'll say I feel like there is a, there's a life before watching Martyrs and a life after watching Martyrs. And yeah. Now exploring that second it's life like, now. It's like what instead of BC, it's BM. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I long for that. That's the Roshane I miss <laughs> before Mark. <laughs> he was he was so pure, so oh, innocent. Such a such a young boy, full of life yeah. and hope and dreams. <laughs> no, yeah, he he's dead now. He he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, homies, we're. We're going to do a fun one next week. We're going to do a lighthearted, <laughs> we need a cheesy one next week. Yeah, we need a palate cleanser. Not to say, once again, thank you for this recommendation. This is a movie we would have talked about. Like, I would have wanted us to talk about eventually anyway. Um, but, yeah, we're going to do something a little silly next week, I think. Um, I think we're also going to go back to Shudder checking out shutter films again so if if you guys have any movies on shutter that you want us to talk about 
feel free to send them our way specifically any that are maybe horror comedies or just those horror movies that are so bad they're funny that you want us to talk about for next week because we're doing that next week next time we're lightening up the mood a little bit (laughs) (laughs) bringing our our joy and our souls back to life (laughs) so yeah send us send us shutter recommendations please um because i think i mentioned it in the last episode i think we're gonna focus this was a slight deviation because we wanted to cover this one but um the rest of the month i think we're gonna check out all shutter movies so yeah, yeah go ahead and message us those recommendations um also please rate and review us on apple podcasts we always appreciate it we love to hear what you guys think and it helps us out quite a bit as well um follow us wherever you find your podcast so you can be notified first thing when our new episodes come out every single monday and for those recommendations feel free to message us either on our social media we're homies of horror on all social media or if you've got a lot to say you can always email us homies of horror at gmail.com but yeah guys that is it for us today we are gonna go relax and try and cleanse cleanse our auras yeah after. i'm gonna go eat a whole tub of ice cream right now <laughs> gonna go go make, a, a, make a cup of tea perhaps and <laughs> stare out the window did you ever when you were when you were younger did you ever like put sad music on when it was raining and stare out the oh, window oh yes of course why not that's what all the r&b videos did i had to do the same thing did you listen to r&b while you did it i always listened to evanescence evanescence i did that too i did anything that puts you just in sad mode you you know just like your emo phase like i would just do that especially i do it when it snowed too like oh really yeah like snow rain just i just wanted to feel down for a little bit just because you know yeah i would always do it for rain until it started to like lightning and then i would get scared and i'd move away from the window because my parents were always like if you're standing by the window when there's lightning it'll strike you down (laughs) and so i would always move away from the window did the lightning ever strike exactly when she's like wake me up inside (laughs) i don't think so but i used to listen to there was this other one on there on that same album called like purple flowers or something that was my that was my sad song of choice because it was like it said something about like take me to the land of purple flowers like take me away from oh, this yeah. place mm-hmm. and i was like dude i feel that <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> let me a, let me mood. pause my math homework real quick and go <laughs> that, vibe out mood. to this song <laughs> yeah homies Honestly, along with the discussion please also include your favorite <laughs> evanescence oh, yeah. song yeah guys okay message us thoughts on this movie if you've seen it recommendations for shutter and also your favorite evanescent song specifically if you listen to it while staring out at the rain into the darkness <laughs> yeah okay cool yeah let us know i'm i'm yeah i'm excited to hear this <laughs> okay homies but now that's really it for us so <laughs> have a good rest of your day and we will see you guys next monday yeah we'll catch you later homies bye